Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is episode 18 on the Merry Beers podcast with Bridget Esselmont of Biddy Tarot. Welcome to Merry Beers. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our merry biz on. Today's guest is a professional tarot reader and teacher, intuitive coach, and spiritual entrepreneur. She is the founder of Biddy Tarot, a thriving business that inspires over 2 million people every year to transform their lives with the tarot. She's passionate about business and thrives on helping people build their own business empires that are aligned with their sole purpose. We're so excited to welcome Bridget Esselmont to Merry Biz. Hello. Hello. It's so cool to be here. I'm so glad to be here. You guys are like so full of energy and I always love spending time with you. It makes me feel good. I (laughs) too. Yeah, we love you. Okay, so our very first question that we ask everyone is, what's been on your agenda today? Oh my goodness. Today has been like (laughs) jam-packed talking to people. (laughs) Um, So I started my day with a mastermind call. Like I have a weekly mastermind group and um, we we're talking about our sort of, I guess we, we have like more spirit led businesses. So oh. we were talking about those, which is great. Um, and then I met up with a good friend, um, who's also sort of, she works in kind of like the meditation space mm-hmm. and, you know, in this health and wellness space, which mm-hmm. is always fun talking to her and then having a team meeting and then just recently just done a podcast interview for my podcast and now I'm doing one for your podcast which is exciting. <laughs> Yay, sounds like a jam-packed day. Um, when we first met you we were at Tropical Think Tank and we heard about your business Biddy Tarot and we're like oh my gosh it's so so cool that you have a business like doing tarot. So where did it all begin and how did you first discover the tarot? Yeah so I was about 17 years old and I was just about to head over to Germany to do a six-month high school exchange and Mm. I was up in Sydney with a friend and I guess we were bored so we found a shop that offered tarot readings and I had my reading there and I said oh you know what's going to happen when I go to Germany and she's like oh she draws the emperor card she's like oh boyfriend okay (laughs) that sounds good (laughs) but then I thought maybe she tells that to everybody um (laughs) but I get over there and yeah I find you know fall in love and have a you know great relationship not my husband now but at the time it was Mm -hmm. the right relationship Mm. and so I thought wow there's you know there's something in this and I would love to learn more about tarot so um, once I got back, I uh, my mum gave me my first deck of tarot cards, which is a little bit ironic because my mum is a psychologist and thinks that all this tarot stuff is BS. So, <laughs> wow, oh, yeah. But um, she was supportive. She gave me my first deck, and 
over those first few years, uh, I was really just teaching myself how to read tarot. Um, and at the same time, well, I was studying at university, I was studying commerce and I was a little bit, you know, I was getting a bit bored with just doing studying. So, um, I started building my own website and on the website, I was sharing all of the different tarot card meanings that I was learning as, as I was studying and putting them online so that perhaps other people could benefit from them as well. Oh, amazing. Yeah, and that's like that's really how biddytarot.com was born. Um, it looked completely different back then because this is <laughs> like the late 90s and I was literally hand coding the website. Oh, oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> Whoa. But I think, you know, the most important thing at that time was that it was online and I was putting content mm. that was helpful for other people um, out there. And, you know, in the last sort of 10, over that 10 to 15 years, um, things have certainly changed and evolved with Biddy Tarot and also, you know, how I use Tarot in my practice. Mm. Um, and, yeah, now it's a completely different space with Biddy um, than it was, you know, back when I first started. Wow. How amazing. So obviously you transitioned from like a corporate job, corporate life into your online business. Like how did you get through any fears or challenges through that process? Was it through intuition um, or did you just have a knowing that it was going to work? Yeah. So um, I kind of skipped over that in the, in the story, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We have a question. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, so yeah, in, in 2012 was when I left my corporate job and, you know, I was working in a large financial institution, um, six figure salary, uh, I had a master's degree in HR. Um, all of these things were pointing towards a very, you know, long-term career in mm. corporate and, at the same time, though, um, I was starting to think like, man, I'm not, I'm just not suited for this place. Mm, um, yeah. It just didn't quite feel right. And I was building Biddy Tarot on the side more as a hobby at that stage. But I think, uh, yeah, I read Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Workweek. Uh-huh. Um, yes, game changer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I saw that, oh my goodness, this hobby that I've got could be like potential for a business. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I started to do a little bit more in the business and the income started to flow more and the traffic to the site also flowed. So I, as I was growing like more frustrated, I suppose, with the corporate world, Mm -hmm. I started thinking, you know what, like if I can get the biddy taro income to the same level as my corporate job, then I can leave. Um, Amazing. And I remember this happening the first month. It, it, hit that mark and I thought, oh, okay, awesome. <laughs> all right. But then I thought, oh, it might just be a fluke. So all that fear stuff that you were speaking yeah, about, yeah. that started to come through and I thought, oh, you know, it might not, maybe this isn't real. And then the second month I hit the same amount. I'm like, oh, wow. okay. And then by the third month I was like, man, if, if this isn't like a sign from the universe, I don't know yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wow. And I, I'd been doing tarot readings as well around that time like for myself and and um I started to just get more subtle indications that the timing was right um but the biggest fear that I had was that um you know I've I've invested all this time and energy into a corporate career Mm -hmm. but you know like who who's crazy enough to turn their back on a big HR career and go and be a tarot reader (laughs) And would people think I was like berserk for doing such a thing? So I think a lot of that did come up um, initially, but 
I figured I just had to go with it because my gut was telling me um, that this was the right path and I knew I was so like frustrated with corporate land that I couldn't really continue to operate in that space anymore. Wow. I love that. So with that gut feeling, I mean, when I first heard about it, I was like, what are these people banging on about? Like, what do you mean gut feeling? Like, and, but now I get it. I know that, you know, you have signs and you have those feelings that you're supposed to do something. Is there somehow that you've like increased your intuition or that you like practice something to like in, get more in tune with it? Yeah, I reckon there's a number of different layers. Um, I think obviously one is using the tarot cards mm. um, because, you know, just having sitting down with your tarot cards and creating the time and space to go, right, what is going on in their intuition? You know, <laughs> what yeah. messages have you got for me? That's just opening up the space to, you know, make time for it. Um, so I think tarot is obviously very important. But, look, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be tarot. It could be any kind of tool Um, whether it's even just journaling or meditation or Mm -hmm. um, even just going for a walk or doing exercise. Uh, It's, it's really setting that space so that you can go, right, I'm, I'm ready to listen and I'm ready to tune into my inner voice and and so on. I love that that so much. So do you make any like really, really big decisions and big business decisions simply based on your tarot card reading? I don't in the sense that I wouldn't like just draw a card and go, right, well, that card said I should do this, so therefore I will. (laughs) Um, But what I do do is I really do integrate tarot into my business planning. So um, a few months ago I had, I went on my own business retreat, like for three days just by myself with my tarot cards. Um, And what what I like to do first is go intuitively into the space of, okay, well, what's right for me now? What do I need? What's, you know, my highest good and so on. And so I'm, I'm not even using the tarot to start with. I, I really like to try and get in the space where I'm trusting my intuition first. And then if there are gaps in how I'm connecting intuitively, I will then use my tarot cards to add a little bit more information or perhaps just give me a gentle nudge in a particular direction. And I think in that way it's less dependent on, you know, well, the tarot will tell me, you know, what I should do and yeah. more coming into this place where, well, I can really trust my inner, own, inner voice and so on. So, yeah, in, in summary, you know, I, I certainly do use tarot in business planning and I think that's what has made my business more soulful. Um, but I wouldn't use it as the only thing because I think it's so important for business, for example, that you do apply a number of different lenses to making good business decisions. Yeah. So what do you mean by that sole purpose thing? Yeah, man. How do you put this stuff in? <laughs> so I think, you know, like I, I just remember it back in corporate where I would have just that nagging feeling of like I'd turn up to work, I'd look around me. And I just think you guys are like on a different planet, like full respect, but (laughs) we're in a different place. And, you know, I think like you have a choice at that point to go, you know, like one part of you could go, no, you know what, this is my job, this is my career, this is what I'm meant to do or, you know, what I've been told to do and therefore I'll just, you know, suck it up and get Mm. on with it. Mm -hmm. Or you can go, well, actually that's an interesting feeling that I've got. Um, and you know, how deep do I feel it? Do I feel it like really in my body? Do I feel it in my bones? Is there something that's calling me to something else? 
And I think that's when we start to realign ourselves with soul purpose. Um, when we truly listen to what we're feeling versus trying to like layer over it and say, oh no, push that stuff down. I've just got to get on with it. I've got to just do what I meant to do. Um, and so on. Wow. I love that Me too. explanation. I loved your example of the people on a different planet. Yeah, I, we felt like that when we, we feel you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So funny it's thinking like, back. <laughs> so we know you do have a thriving online business. Yeah, we'd love you to like give us an, the download of like how you manage your income streams, like how do you make your money if you and, want to go into yeah, that. Yeah, and how yeah. do people actually use your services? Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Um, so look, a few years ago, Biddy Tarot was more about me just giving tarot readings. So it was more of a service-based mm-hmm. business. But um, my family and I, we like to travel. <laughs> yeah, yes, we know. <laughs> and, um, so, you know, we've, we've had a few months in Spain Um every year which has been great so amazing I I knew that like I had to move from being service-based into product-based because um I didn't want like my business to be dependent on me being in a certain place at a certain time so like these days like our main revenue streams are through our online courses so we're obviously Mm -hmm. teaching tarot and Mm. they're all set up now like I've I've done them as live courses but now they're home study so people can opt in and start the courses at any time amazing Amazing. yes (laughs) um and also our digital products like uh ebooks um and we've got a meditations program um they're also a really steady source of income uh as well and i think that has a lot to do with one we've got great traffic coming into biddy tarot Mm -hmm. but two we've got some nice email sequences so when someone Mm -hmm. joins our email list um they're getting emails obviously with great content um, but also with um you know resources that may help them in their tarot journey so that's been really helpful um and then another piece is uh more advertising on the site again just mm-hmm. leveraging all of the traffic oh, cool. and then our new thing that we're coming in in just a few months Ooh. is um a community so <gasps> having a big tarot community which yeah i think will be kind of like the energy core of of Biddy Tarot. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Oh, that is so exciting. I'm so excited for you and to like watch it all launch and things like that. We've watched a podcast launch as well and we're, we love that. So everybody, if you're interested in Tarot, definitely tune into that because it's really interesting. So you talked about some of the businessy stuff that you do, like with the automation and the emails and things like that. What kind of tools do you use? Yeah. So I use Entreport, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we go well yeah my um business manager and I we get a bit crazy with all of the different automations in there um (laughs) I just I think you know if you can if you can automate a way to connect with your community in a consistent and regular way like I think that's just awesome that gets me really excited Um, because it means that you can reach out to like more people and create like more personal relationships Um, yeah yeah but do it in a way that's automated so you're not, you know, on your computer like all the time, which is good. Mm, totally. Um, but, yeah, Entreport, um, what other tools? Well, we use Trello for managing the team. Yeah, we love Trello. Yep. <laughs> um, and goodness me, oh, you know, all sorts of like wish list, um, you know, like wish list member and um, those kinds of things. And, I, you know, I've got to mention tools. Well, of course, the tarot cards and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. all totally. that good stuff. Yeah. Totally. So can anyone read tarot? Oh, I think so, yes. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, a lot of people think, like with tarot, that you need to be, say, fifth generation psychic. Oh, you know, you've got to like read someone's mind in order to be any, any good <laughs> at it. But I think like the tarot cards are just they're images on a card that just help you connect with your intuition. And so, yeah. as long as you're open and ready to say yes to your intuition, then by all means, you know, the tarot is an excellent way of, of getting to that. Oh, we're so interested. And um, we'd love you if maybe you could do a tarot reading for us, like right now. Yes. What would you like <laughs> me to read on? Have you got a question in mind? Whoa. I didn't think about this. Um, well, can we do it for both of us? So, it like, be like, like for business? Business, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we do have, we have a new, um, I guess, product that yeah. we're in the middle of creating. Should, yeah. we, should we ask it about that? Like whether um, it's the right decision? Yeah. <laughs> or like whether right. it's going to, I don't know, <laughs> be amazing. <laughs> okay. Hang on a sec. I'll just I'll shuffle the cards and I'll think Ooh. about this new product that's coming up. I'm sending And if it's going to be amazing. Too. Not that that's a weighted question or anything. <laughs> about the product yes. yes so basically we've had like a four-week challenge that we've run twice and it has like meal plans and a community and the feedback we've get, been getting from um the challenge challenges I guess is that they want something more consistent so we're actually in the middle of launching our community called Merrymaker Club so yeah that's that's the idea is that they'll get like a weekly meal plan every month they'll have um that online community where they can connect and we'll have monthly mentors with webinars and things like that and accountability check-ins to make sure you know we're all staying on track of our healthy plans yeah yeah awesome okay cool okay that gives me a bit more context for the cards i've drawn so i've got six of cups reversed now um this is i'm using the radiant rider weight deck uh and in this card what we can see is like two kids and one is giving like a beautiful cup with the flower in it to mm. the other kid. Very nice card. And the thing that came to mind was this idea of giving out things and how much you share with other people. Mm-hmm. Now, I typically see like reversed cards um, as kind of like a private um, a private sense. So this, to me, it was calling out as like a private sharing. And I mm. think the community will go well if you almost contain the giving and sharing within that community. Okay. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, so, yeah. You know, and I mean, we, we heard James Schramko talking um, last year and I think he, one of his um, big points was like, for example, you can't have a Facebook group, a big Facebook group mm. that's open to everybody mm-hmm. and have a private community mm. at the same time. Totally. Um, you can only, like, to create the value, you only want to be giving yes. within that context of uh-huh. the community. So that's what I'm seeing in, in the Six of Cups reversed. Oh, wow. Contain that giving. Okay. Which is hard for you guys because I know you guys are very open and sharing. Yeah, but, you well, might but look- it makes sense. It makes so yeah, much sense. Yeah, no, it, it, does, it does make and sense. And we have spoken about this, like, last week. Like, like closing out other groups and making sure we just have the one so we can focus like on Like, we that. literally talked about it, yeah. like, last literally, week. Literally, like, yeah, a day <laughs> Good. Wow. Yeah. And actually, do you know what? I, I did draw another card. I wanted oh. to touch on that too that yeah. just came after it, which was the Seven of Cups reversed. Oh, and consecutive. 
Yes, the the thing here is to maybe also limit the amount of choices you have. Um, So it might be limiting the amount of offers you have within the community, Mm -hmm. so like the number of different features Mm -hmm. um, or possibly like the number of different membership levels. I don't know if you're going to go down that space. Yeah. Oh, this is too weird. Like we had this conversation as well. We are going to do like a monthly um, payments, but then we're like, oh, maybe we'll just do like a yearly payment and then, or maybe we'll do like a six month thing or maybe we'll do this. So, okay. Limit that. Makes Makes sense. sense. Yeah. And just get clear in your own minds about, right, what are the options Mm -hmm. and let's lay them out like really clearly. So, there you go. Wow. Thanks, Bridget. That's so much. That's so cool. So, like, let's get back to you. (laughs) It's all about you, Bridget. Bridget. (laughs) So what do you think has been, you know, your biggest challenge in your entire journey in creating Biddy Tarot? My goodness. Do you know, like, I've been asked this before and I really struggle to think of challenges Mm -hmm. because, Mm -hmm. I like, there have been some moments that are are challenging and, and hard but I've always seen them in the context of like this just being part of the journey. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like oh, totally. There are those moments where you're like, holy moly, what what's happening? Why is this happening? This is full mm-hmm. on. But then you see it and go, ah, this is happening so that this mm-hmm. next thing can happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just trust the process really. Yeah, love it. Um, it's like those blessings in disguises. Like at yes. the moment it might feel like absolute horrible like yeah. everything is falling down but then a week later yeah, it all makes sense like, oh that's why it happened yes and then so then like in my mind they don't really register as challenges or obstacles mm. because they were inherent in me getting to the next level if that yeah. makes sense yeah no it definitely makes sense so what would you say is like your biggest achievement or like the craziest most amazing thing that has happened through your business journey Oh, I just think of like where we're at now compared to mm. even like, you know, back in 2012 when I first like I quit my corporate job, mm. um, you know, like we've um, we've almost got like 3 million visitors now. I know that, I know oh, intro you said 2 million, but it's, I can probably <laughs> we should update, update that. We update that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that. <laughs> Make it 3 million. <laughs> that's, that's the size of, you know, some countries that just, it, Wow. It blows my mind. And, you know, some of our, like, our financial numbers are just, like, out of this world. And, um, I, you know, even the, the amount of people that we're reaching through our online courses, I think we we're close to about a 1,000 students that, like, oh, my wow. God, tarot. It just, you know, I, I can see it on paper and I'm like, okay, yeah, those are the numbers. But my mind still just goes, holy moly, how, this is amazing. Like, how does this happen? Or, you know, is this really happening? Um, oh, wow. So cool. Yeah. So awesome. <laughs> I'm just like, this is so, I mean, I just, I'm loving this interview. I know, and I love it because you know what, like it's not, like you, you think of online business and I wouldn't think tarot cards and I just think it, there's so much opportunity to bring your passion, your joys into that online business yeah. field. Like, and I think this is like a perfect example. Me too. <laughs> I love it. So Bridget, do you have like an a big influencer in your life or was there one growing up that just really influenced you to, you know, go and do your own thing and like create things and cool stuff? (laughs) I don't know. I like, I don't think I have like one specific person. Mm. I often find that just through my conversations with different people, I will take like, Mm. you know, I'll get sort of a seed of inspiration from someone from like one conversation or just even one sentence that they said. And then that, you know, 
spurs me off into a whole new different direction. Um, I, I do think like that Tim Ferriss book is, you know, it was mm. really big for me because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it just it just really changed my thinking away from that, you know, being stuck in a traditional life mm. and a traditional model um, to really seeing things in quite a different way. But, yeah, these days like I'm, I read so many different books and listen yeah. to podcasts and it's just I'm getting inspiration from all sorts of sources. Totally. Yeah, I we think agree. that's such great. Yeah. great advice as well yeah. to look everywhere for yeah not to just like focus on one person for inspo yeah mm. so yeah. with your tarot readings like you must have done so many in your life have you ever experienced one that's just kind of blown your mind oh i remember um actually when i was in spain um we knew uh a couple of english expats and they pulled together like a a little group of people. We had like a tarot party, and so you Ooh, know, fun. <laughs> yeah. So I sat in this little room in this Spanish house somewhere, um, and you know, each person came in one by one. Anyway, there was this lady. She was probably about sixty. She was gorgeous. She was all dolled up and like lovely. And um, oh, I think I she just sat down. She said, "Oh, just tell just tell me what's coming up." I'm like, "Okay," um, and I draw the Knight of Wands now. The Knight of Wands can often be linked with quite strong, let's say, passion or sexual energy. And I was like, oh, interesting. I have this, you know, six-year-old lady here. Um, And I was like, oh, are are you, like, dating someone that's a little bit younger than you? And, like, is it, you know, going pretty well? (laughs) And she's like, oh, my goodness, how do you know? And she's like, I haven't told anybody, but oh my god, she was dating like I, I think he was like thirty years old, <laughs> and you know they were having this really raunchy relationship. <laughs> that is the best! Oh my god, it was so much fun. amazing. <laughs> that is pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this has been so amazing chatting with you, Bridget. Like getting to know, to know your business better, and also hearing about tarot. Um, what do you reckon? Like, if someone wanted to start tarot, what would be their first step? I mean, would it just be go out and buy a deck and start? Yeah, look, well, buying a deck helps because I mean, kind of need it. <laughs> um, but once you've got your tarot cards, look, I think the most important thing is just to almost like play with the tarot. Um, so some really simple things when you get a new tarot deck is just simply go through card by card and have a look at the different images and, and get to know those cards. And, um, the second thing that you can do is just start pulling a card every day. So, um, the daily card draw, surely there must be a much better name than that. (laughs) You girls can come up with something, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) But, you know, just drawing a card in the morning and asking the tarot, okay, like what um, what do I most need to focus on today to make it awesome? And you draw a card for the day and if you're just learning, like, you know, gaze at that card, see what comes up for you. Um, if you need to, go and look in a book. But then live out that day and come to the end of the day and reflect back, okay, that card I drew, like what were some of the experiences I had during the day? that relate back to the the card. And as you do this like day by day, week by week, month by month, you actually start to build up like a personal library of experiences related to each card. And I find that that kind of connection with the tarot is so much more powerful than, say, memorising what every card means. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, I think the, the important thing is that you're having fun with it and you're integrating it into just your everyday life. It doesn't have to be that you're sitting down to do like the 20-card spread that, you know, tells you like your whole soul purpose and all that kind of stuff. Um, just, you know, have fun with it. Oh, I, I love, love that. that. Oh, I'm going to go buy some, I think. <laughs> so yes. We're almost out of time and we do have one last question for you. But before we get into that, we'd love you to tell everybody where they can find more info about you and Biddy Tarot. Yep. Head on over to biddytarot.com and you'll find me over there, plus all of our um, content on tarot and how to get started. And um, if you are interested in like learning tarot, like, you know, really easy simple way then um sign up for the five simple steps to read tarot with confidence yeah i share a few cool tips via email in in that series awesome so our very last question is what is the one mantra you're living by right at this moment yeah i did mention it earlier and it's actually like trust the process um Mm. i've experienced this quite a few times you know in the in the last wee while where Things haven't happened the way that I thought they would and I would start mm. getting impatient going, come on, I want this to work this way and now it's going the other way. But then the thing that just keeps calling out to me is just trust the process, mm. just go with the flow. What is that? It's let go and let God, um, mm. you know, just just allow things to develop and evolve in the way that they need to. Um, all the while, you know, connecting in with your intuition and um, really feeling into it. So, yeah, trust the process. It's a big one. I'm, I'm still learning in that space, but um, I keep reminding myself that's what I need to do. Mm, oh, we love absolutely it. love that. And we want to thank you again, Bridget, for spending this time with us. It's been so amazing getting inspired by you and we're so grateful. Oh, thank you. It was a lot of fun. Bridget yeah she's pretty darn awesome it's making me want to go and learn tarot cards yes I think we should go and buy a deck I think that will be fun anyway next week on the show we have the one and only Mark Sisson talking to us yep we talk all about primal and all about his epic business from going to digital products to a publishing house to now food products and also a restaurant franchise Talk about empire. Anyway, you're going to love that episode, so definitely tune in. And while you're at it, while you're on iTunes, be sure to leave us a five-star review because we love them and we love you and you love us. Yay, love! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.